0: Yo, welcome <laughs> to the next episode of the Normal Convos Podcast. We are here again with me, Brandon, and Everett and Bobby. Yo, what up? What's good with it? Uh, first off, we want to thank everybody that listened over the past week. Super f- Absolutely. Uh, Appreciate it. Like, I, I don't know uh, who out there follows my... Uh, uh, Facebook, I think I put it on. Uh, but I didn't expect more than 20 people to listen to our thing. And I thought I knew all 20 people. <laughs> Me neither. <knew this. laughs> right. <laughs> we hit, as of right now, when we are recording, we hit 108 views altogether. Or listens, since we're not on YouTube yet. Yet. yeah, 108 listeners is crazy <laughs> for a week. When For three unknowns. Yeah, we don't, like... Like we said last week, we don't know nobody. We don't have no ties to nothing. Like we ain't famous. We don't know nobody famous. Well, like, I, I was
1: surprised about the um,
0: the the listeners in Philly and all that. Yeah, yeah we
1: got out of town listeners. We reached Cabo and the Cabo. We reached
0: Philly. <laughs> we reached Detroit. Um, we reached uh, we got down to Kentucky. Obviously, since we in Cincinnati, most of our listeners were in Cincinnati. Most of them are people that we know. Some of them are people that we don't. So, um, first off, we want to start there and uh, thank everybody. Thank y'all. Seriously, shout thank out him. to y'all. Shout thank out you. to the
2: fans. Most definitely. Appreciate the support. Yeah, and the
1: feedback we appreciate. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, the oh, feedback. a lot of criticism and the, the feedback and the. I'm good with criticism, though. It, it yeah, helps. Yeah, it's great. It, it doesn't I help mean, with somebody just telling you like, "Oh yeah, y'all did good and da 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 da." Perfect. And, and, and for yeah, and, and for real, <laughs> Don't they think like anything, right? Right, and for real, they think like, "Oh man, that was trash." Like, nah, let us know like how we can improve. Like that helps. Yeah, yeah I'm it good. Does. with Constructive
0: criticism, it
1: does. So, how I feel to be on week two, y'all? i'm
0: i'm excited
1: like 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 you said like i didn't i didn't expect more than like 10 to 20 listeners so i know 100 ain't like a big number to, but to me that
2: was huge man yeah, like it absolutely. was huge That's, to me you know i, I love
1: am I'm, I'm excited i'm really am
2: i i didn't expect that many either i thought like you said about 20 30 um you know the crack uh three figures, uh, that, it, it feels amazing, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it just shows that obviously we're doing something right, and, uh, you know, just a, a overwhelming show of support, you know, you could have done anything else with your time for you to actually sit there and listen to us three talk about stuff that was on our mind you know about we, a bunch of bullshit you know, yeah, pretty much <laughs> yeah, yeah we got deep there for a little yeah, bit yeah. but it, it means know. a lot it means a lot that you would give us your time that's we the whole purpose normal conversations
0: and this is how normal conversations go we go on and off topic we get <clears> deep <throat> we get funny we get sad we like we, we do all of that so you know um again thank everybody um we're gonna start off this week uh, as many will everybody probably knows but at this point uh, we lost DMX over the weekend rest in peace DMX rest in peace for sure rest in peace DMX legend um, legend uh, you know there's this there's this thing in hip hop where they say um, when they start talking about the greatest rapper of all time and they're like well what if we capped it at two albums DMX would be one or two they first two albums. Yeah. DMX would be one or two. Yeah. He dropped I, he yeah, dropped two from. albums in one year and they both went number one. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I there's not too many people out there that they first two albums did that good out the gate. Right. And then of them in like you said, drop yeah. them in the same year and yeah. they both go off like that. It's right. A, this is within six happen. months of each other. It don't happen. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> Needless to say, you know, as hip-hop fans, all of us are hip-hop fans. You know, we grew up with it, still listening to it, changing with the times. You know, we went through the mumble rap era, now we're getting back to lyricism. Um, Yay. While we at it, make sure uh, everybody gets out and listens to that new DMX song. Um, A new DMX song dropped, um, I want to say it was... Friday Who's Who's Friday West or Studios? Saturday. It's called X-Moves. DMX, Boosie Collins, Steve Ho, and Ian Pace. Um, so go run that up. I'm not sure if he owns his masters, but at some point, his family is going to get that money. So go run that up. Show some love to DMX. You know,
1: Yeah, especially if he helped get you through some dark times or whatever. Like all of a lot of us. Yeah, man. No.
0: He, he'll live a testament to... A lot of his songs. Right. That slipping song hit way different now. <clears throat> Definitely does. It, it hit way different now. Listening to that song now you can hear you can hear what he was going through back then. Right. And we all seen it happening. Everybody seen it happening. Everybody knew that he struggled with addiction and all of that, but he was still making hits. So right. the general public weren't wasn't worried about his health. They were you know keeps putting out these bangers yeah yeah. but you go back and listen to some of his early music dmx was going through it he had been going through it his whole life and this was one of the first times that we really see him healthy and really seen him out and about and you know it's now he's gone and you can't help but to be like damn dmx was finally healthy
2: yeah, that's, I think we saw a certain kind of energy with the, uh, with the versus battle. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it look, he looked really good, and I thought, you know, we was uh, getting ready to see a whole new energy and uh, a whole new chapter of uh, the X saga, if you want to say. Um, you know, uh, I was watching the Breakfast Club uh, interview with uh, Swiss and uh, he said, you know, they had something coming, and I think, uh, you know, at least I was one of the people... Who was ready for that and yeah. you know couldn't it would have
0: been wait. good to hear him.
1: Yeah. It would been real good to hear him after so yeah. long. Yeah, I I was definitely waiting on that album. But um like you were saying, um you had touched on um about how he had struggled with addiction and all that. Like that's one of the things that I loved about DMX, like it was, it was a it was some, a few people i saw on social media judging him about yeah. still dealing with drugs and that's all that come, but he come. he was always transparent about that he never hid it he never yeah. tried to deny it he never ran away from it he never tried to lie about it he said he came out like yo this is me I, uh, I struggle with this, and he kind of made it. He kind of made it cool to like talk about our struggles and all that yeah, type of stuff. He was man. willing
2: like, to be vulnerable in his media. Yeah, yeah. It, it gravitated was gravitated to him for that.
1: It was kind of like 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 he was like one of he was like Pac, Pac like man. you know how Pac made it cool to like care about the black community and yeah. and, uh, and women issues and all that. I think DMX made it cool to be for for men. To be vulnerable, black man. yeah, yeah, black right. man, yeah, for for us to be vulnerable and share that we have things that we struggle with and all that, and that's why that's why DMX
0: was dope to me, Yeah. Man. for sure. He'd I think that's why, missed. and you know, I think that's why I gravitated towards uh, Joe Button for a little Facts. bit. Like Same a lot of people didn't like his music, like he he had emotional music. Yeah, he wore his heart on the sleeve. He still do, but he. Him, DMX, and, I mean, it's a it's a list of people that we didn't even realize was leading the way into this new mental health that now all of the rappers and all of the singers and all of the act, like, it made it, it was really a stomping ground, a stepping stool for what we got now. Because without the DMXs and the Joe Buttons and, you know, the people that are putting out this sad crybaby music <laughs> back then is what it sounded like. Even like slipping. Right. Yes. Like slipping was a hit, but it wasn't too many people, like I mean, you gotta think, I was I wasn't even ten years old. Right. When DMX was at its height. So all the DMX stuff I heard was once I got into hip hop. So all my stuff was research. I didn't get to live through none of it, but I I saw some of the old articles and stuff about it, and it was oh it's slipping, it's crazy. But if you go back and listen to that song, that man was pouring his heart out. Right. Yeah. Like he was telling y'all, like I'm I can't get up. Right. I keep slipping. Right. I can't he can't get yeah, up. Yeah. He he said that in the song. I for can't real. get like, up. He literally like, told y'all help. that's what I struggle with. I need help. Right. And that you know really bridged us to where we are now. So, you know, for that, I want to thank him because um, I'm to the point now to where I, I wouldn't say I'm a big advocate for mental health. But, you know, I have a, a group chat with my family and, you know, once or twice a week, y'all have a good morning. Make sure y'all check y'all. Make sure y'all check your mental health. Make sure y'all make good mental health choices today. Like we don't know what people are going through. Right, but true. we're now in an era to where people are going to people are going to therapy now and it's not so taboo to go to therapy and yeah, it shouldn't
2: be it shouldn't it
0: shouldn't and it should have never been right yeah
3: yeah
2: but
0: us especially as black people especially as black men we like we touched on last week we were so used to keeping our emotions bottled now to even think about you want me to go sit on a couch or in a chair and talk to some lady or some man about all my problems or all my downfalls or you want me to go do that in front of somebody and I can't even cry in front of my kids? Right. Like, nah, I can't do it. It was so taboo for so long. It was just, it was crazy. Um, But yeah, again, thank you DMX for the music you gave us. More importantly, to show us that you know, speaking your truth is never a bad thing. So shout yeah. out to DMX for that.
2: Definitely, definitely gave us you know, uh he, he put his heart into his music and, and everything he did and uh, you know, we definitely appreciate it. Um there's not a lot of artists that are willing to do something like that. So when somebody comes along like him, which is very rare. Um, it just resonates. And uh, I think we've all seen that clip. I think it was maybe Woodstock or something. It may be like the 99 concert. And it, it, it had to be like a million people there. Right. And for him to just have control over the crowd like that. And for them to be crying. And just... They feeling that much. I mean, that's... It, you, you don't get that from your average person these days. I mean, so... You know you know, I just, I appreciate what he gave the world, and, you know, um, if you didn't know about him, hey, it's, Go, go check Easy it out go check it out yeah it's
1: okay to do research. that's another thing I don't like how people be like like especially the older heads like what you know about that you don't know nothing about that well yeah, yeah I, I wasn't around though. yeah and it's okay, it's okay to not know it's okay to right. go learn it's okay to go back and learn some stuff yeah I, I think a lot of them be
2: feeling like if you didn't actually live through it then it ain't valid yeah. the, the feeling won't be as genuine or authentic but I don't agree with that at all I mean I hate that it, it's, it's it's something, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, stream his music, check it out. I still have his CDs. Um, and you if know, you're just, under the
0: age of uh, 27. CDs are circular <laughs> discs. Oh God, this guy. You put them in a CD player. They're called compact Damn. discs. Um, and they go in a CD player, and then you play them, and it music comes out.
1: Brandon, it sounds like you age-shaming, bro. I'm not (laughs) age-shaming. So what, we older, bro? I'm (laughs) not
3: age-shaming.
2: But, uh, you know, hey, just, you know, rest in peace at DMX, and uh, thank you for what you gave the world, and, you know, uh, those of us who uh, had his music as, like, a a soundtrack to certain certain moments in our lives definitely appreciate it. Super fast. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I had... um, my first, like, uh, uh, there's something in my eye moment. I was, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I want to say um, one of his, I, I can't remember if it's, if he's actually married, so forgive me if I'm quoting this wrong, but I think it's either his wife or one of his children's mother. Um, but they were in the car, and he was just rapping to some old school song, and you could just tell he was just living life. mm and, it, you know, I'm a very big, um, advocate for remember people how they were, not how they are when they go. Yeah. Um, as you know, I've, you know, skipped a funeral or two because I cannot mentally, I can't see you like that. Actually, I understand. Sure. I can't. It's hard. Like, it's hard. The last person that I saw in a box was my, um... My grandmother that lived across the street from me. She wasn't even my grandmother by blood. Mm. She was our daycare provider, but she worked out of her house. That was the last person I seen in, in, in the coffin, bro. And I can't it's just it's too hard. Like, I like to I like to remember you how you were. I like to remember that smile. I like to remember that joy. I like to like I, I like to remember your bad times. Right. However you were, that's how I wanna remember you. I don't remember I don't wanna remember you laid up. And I, I just I can't do it. It's it's tough for me personally.
1: Yeah, and then another but, reason it's it's kind of hard for me too because like when you go to the funeral when you see them in that box it kind of just it kind of just finalizes. Yeah, yeah kind it. Yeah, solidifies it. Like you ain't gonna see this person no more. Yeah. And that that's and really that, that's that's what make it hard for me to sit through funerals and all that. Yeah, it, yeah. It, sometimes we just I for me sometimes I can't take that fact. So. <clears throat> Yeah. But I didn't mean
0: to get off topic. You good. Um, so we go ahead and close this um with favorite DMX song ever.
1: Oh. Mm. Who wanna start? I'll um, start. Fuck. Um Favorite DMX song ever. Um Um We was just listening to it not too long ago. Um One with um him and Faith Evans. Um, can't remember the name of the song. Baby is coming. Yeah, baby. Yeah, when when he was singing about his grandma. Yeah, Yeah, like if I had to pick a favorite DMX song, like that, that would be it.
2: Um, I I I hate to pick like a single, but I gotta go with "Get At Me, Dog." Mm. Just because it's it's the first well it wasn't the first time i heard x but it was the first song and i remember it like if anybody you know remembers you could not get away from it it was just everywhere i remember them playing it like back to back on the radio sometimes it was on every mixtape i mean if you had a clue or a case layer, doo-wop or I'm getting this old nigga talk, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, young boys need to know. <laughs> Teach niggas, preach that shit. <laughs> I mean, and the the thing about it, it, it it was harder to get your hands on music back then. It wasn't just so readily available. You could just go in your phone and boom, you have everything. Nah, you had yeah, to go, we had to go to the bootleg. You had to go hunt that. that shit down. You had to get if you cassette tapes, you had to dub the shit off the radio. Oh. Um, I had a couple cassettes. I, I, I mean, it was just so I monstrous. Yeah, I, I still got my first one. Um, <laughs> it, it was just everywhere. You would hear it out of every every
0: car. It, it was just that's so raw. Heard. It was that's all it, I've heard for the past couple days. Is Dmx. Yeah. Every car that goes past, it, I've heard Dmx. It, it, as you yep.
2: should. As you should. It was just such a raw, gritty, and like the time we coming out the the the. the Pretty glamorous shit and Bad Boy era. Yeah. I, I ain't wanna say that, but it, <laughs> no, it, man, was, that a, was, it was a It was a contrast is. to that. Like this this you see the, the video is some dirty Club, it might have been a tunnel or something. Yeah. It, it, it was just the opposite of what was
0: popular and what was out at the time. Man, we just watched uh, Rough Riders Anthem. Well, Boy, okay, every there you guy go. we were just it's watching the same thing, and we were saying the same thing. Like, bro, it's just so grimy. Like, and it was New York, it, it, was, it was New York. It was just that's exactly what it, it was. New York, that's and
2: I like I said, I hate to like pick a single, but it, it was just so hard and it made such an impact that I have to go with that as my favorite DMX song.
0: Okay, okay. So, I'm going to go off his second album. How's it going down? Uh, Just because (laughs) halfway through the song, he was talking about old girl, man. And then he was like, you know what? Take the snow up to one five oh. Like
1: <laughs> in the middle of
0: a song, bro, he was like, you know what, fuck all that. I need you to go ahead and take this up to one fiftieth and go see Joe.
1: After and- just threatening her baby daddy. Yeah, bro.
0: <laughs> and it was just so <laughs> casual, like <laughs> to kill me. Wiley, that sleepy. Yo, bro. 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 But anyway. Trip, that, that's your kid daddy. So I'm right. gonna leave him alone but that that song that song was crazy for me that's probably my favorite all time between that and slipping and rough riders anthem like that's one two three one a one b one c um but yeah that's definitely uh, my top my top uh DMX songs of all time uh so of course we going to keep listening to his music yeah hopefully that's the people me. that are not familiar with DMX, go get familiar, run those streams up. Uh, hopefully, he either has something set up to where his family can get paid off of his streams. If not, he owns his own stuff. And hopefully, everybody does the right thing and lets his family get paid. Because he is, as far as I know, I don't know if it's still current, but um, I want to say this was Saturday. He was number one streaming artist in the country. Well, good. So... Check them Check, let's check the that, movies. Let's keep that Watch going. the check movies. Check the movies. If Crazy. Belly. Belly. Belly for sure. Uh watch the movies. <laughs> so yeah, I know Good we um, we actor. started off a little, you know, a little sad, but we're gonna go ahead and uh segue up out of that. Um and go to some bullshit. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and go to uh I was uh, <laughs> so I was driving down the street. I was on my way to go pick up my son from school, actually, because he had testing last week. So I'm driving down the street, and I saw this sign. It said, drive like your kids live here. <laughs> and, you know, you see the signs everywhere. I've mm-hmm. looked at them. Yeah. I've seen them a couple times that you say. it's The other ones, like, drive 25 like your kids live here. And the only thing I could think in my head was, I do drive like my kids live here because my kids know to stay off the street. <laughs> right. Like. I'll go say that same shit. My kids know not to be the fuck in the street, bro. Like, I understand speed <laughs> limits and I understand why there are speed yeah, limits. We get it. We but get it. <laughs> my kids know not to play in the street. So, <laughs> me driving, you know, 30 instead of 25, I'm not going to hit your kid unless your kid don't know not to play in the street. Right. Like <laughs> Drive like your kids live here No you drive like your kids live here Motherfucker <laughs> Bro I be seeing people pulling in the driveway Speeding down the street Like you can't have that sign in your yard And, and be still be flying and yeah, shit Yeah right? like come on Your kids do live here Right My kids don't <laughs> My kids live down the street You know nobody on our street got that <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Fuck that damn sign I'll yeah. Run over that sign next time hey. I see it
0: that, hey, that sign kills me, bro. Like, it is so funny to me that people had that sign up, man.
2: <sighs> that's supposed to be a new thing. It is a new thing. Because I, I... Yeah, you grew I, up in I the mean, 50s. coming... With no seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a fact. Coming up, it was just, hey, don't, don't play in the street. Just, right. Just street lights come on, you get your ass in the house. Yeah. Ew, just, <laughs> like,
0: and if you was in the street, just, I, I everybody mean, know. You see a car coming, it'd be a mile away. Car! Yeah. yeah. Car! You just play you football
1: move. in the street and shit. You see yeah. a car coming, get
0: the fuck out the street.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I I, get it. No, Nobody wants kids to get hurt. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. But fam. Well, teach your kids the, to make better choices. Some science. <laughs> ain't that hard. Right. It ain't that hard. Teaching respons- responsibility, what is that? Responsibilities. Right. Responsibilities. Responsibilities. <laughs> I, 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 I heard so that, I that shit. I was trying to say. <laughs> <see. laughs> B-U-A-N shit. That's Tommy, bro. Nah, but... Hey. Man, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Nine times out of ten, where them signs are supposed to... Oh, I don't live bro. there, so...
1: Yeah, right. It'd be on a random ass street. I'm going down fucking Montgomery L- Drive like your kids live here, bitch. I live out of Anderson. Shut the fuck hey, up. I don't live here. <laughs> my kids don't
0: live here. I'm I drive like my kids live here. They don't. It's,
2: it's, 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 it's it. was it what's a nice way of saying fuck your neighborhood?
0: No, th- th- fuck your
1: neighborhood. Ain't <laughs> you gotta be nice about that shit. I mean,
0: <laughs> y'all think <niggas> it's retarded. <laughs> Oh, my God, y'all so stupid. (laughs) Oh, we are not saying fuck anybody's neighborhood. But we don't need those signs, man. Responsible drivers are responsible drivers. Irresponsible drivers don't care who kids in the street, who parents in the street, or if you got that sign.
1: I'm still flying.
0: If it's an irresponsible driver, they are going to speed and do whatever they want to do. You putting that sign up is not going to make them drive any slower. I got insurance. But people that know how to drive, for real, and... If you're going to take anybody's advice, take ours. But three people that know how to drive, we're not doing unnecessary <laughs> stuff in close quarters. We're not, like, that sign is for the irresponsible people. And guess what? They don't care. I just, I can't see somebody just
2: just mobbing through the hood and see that sign like, you know what? Let me slow down. <laughs> how could I be so irresponsible? How dare I? Bro, that's With what I'm audacity, saying, let, let me be more let, aware of the kids right, in the streets. I could, Hit some kids that aren't mine. So I think, I let know. me be responsible I'll and, adhere. Auto, <laughs> and adhere. Don't do Grand Theft
1: Auto on your kids <laughs> and adhere. I hit to your kids six thousand points. Speed limit. <laughs> so I just say, hey, I, I get this. It. It's nuts. We
2: just know. joking. If, y'all, if, we're it just joking. Be- if it makes it's you feel jokes. better, if it makes you feel better, if it makes you feel better, like I'm making a difference, I'm slowing down these crazy drivers out here. Mm, they can shut the fuck up with that shit. <laughs> <is so> <laughs>
0: That's funny. Riff raff in the streets. Right. Y'all are funny. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so what what was um what y'all end up getting into over the weekend? Like I know, uh I know Bobby, you um uh, Damn. You told me what was you doing this weekend? No, I can't remember shit, I'm old. You told me you <laughs> was doing something. I don't know. Oh, um, so before we go any further, um, I want to say happy ver- happy anniversary to my wife. Oh, yeah. Happy um, anniversary, bro. Hey. It's been eight happy years. Anniversary. I hey, love you, baby. Years. I don't know if you're going to listen to this or not, but either way, I love you. And um, hopefully, we get another eight years. And right, so probably longer than that, because I don't want you to leave me after eight years, because, I mean, you already know where I stand on that. I'm going to stalk you. But <laughs> either way, <laughs> either I'm way. Help. I love you. Happy anniversary. I'm sorry that you had to work, but Aww. I'm glad that we was able to get our stuff to get together yesterday. That is so sweet. Uh, Perfect family man again. Look at him. See, <laughs> right.
1: Look at him.
2: Using <laughs> this podcast to pander to his wife. <laughs> Loving his wife and shit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: hey, I'm done with y'all, man. I'm real you done with, with y'all. stuck with it, bro. I know, right? Yeah. So, uh, coming off that... Uh, Coming off that DMX thing, I kind of thought of something the other day. Um, if you had, and really that was one of his best songs ever too. If you had 24 hours to live, what? how would you spend it? Like, Or even who would you spend it with? I guess they kind of coincide. So what would you do? Who would you be with?
1: Uh, I'll start. Um, <clears throat> I want to be with my kids. Um, that's, that's If I got 24 hours to live, all I'm going to do is sit and play Fortnite with my kids. <laughs> now, I can't stand that game, but they got me but playing. But I know this. my
0: kids love it. So. Yeah, they
1: got me playing that shit. So, yeah, I'll sit and I will play um, Fortnite with my kids. Uh, i just holler at, my, holler at my dad, my siblings, let them all know that I love them. And I just, I I just want to grab... Like gather everybody together so I can have some last happy moments with my family and shit. Look at me all mushy and shit. Yeah. But um, oh, don't worry. You no know, yeah. matter matter of fact, I'm the mush king. Matter of fact, if I had 24 hours to live, I'm gonna go find all them um drive like those kids live here, street signs, <laughs> and when all them shits over, <laughs> I'm throwing rocks at their house and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> you somebody, grandma. Yeah, he, he <laughs> don't, don't care. I don't. <laughs> fuck. <'em>. <laughs> <laughs> If I see one of your kids in the street, I'm going to kick them.
0: (laughs) No, I won't run them over. I'll kick them. That's that's nicer. (laughs) That's (laughs) a lot (laughs) nicer. 24 hours to live. Uh, I
2: mean, like this guy over here said, of course, you know, I like to spend a great deal of that time with my family. Hug each and every one of them, tell them how much they mean to me. Um, much I love them, uh, the difference that they've made in my life, uh, and I'll never forget them. Um, But, I mean, there's other stuff I want to do. So, you know, probably play some basketball, uh, you know, have some laughs, have a drink, and this isn't the right thing to say, but
1: I'd like to have sex. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I would like the a nut. Wouldn't we all? That, yeah. I, matter of fact, that that'll be the last thing I want to do before I went out. Oh, you want to come in? I like at to come and go. Come, yeah, come and leave. Come and go at the same damn go. time. I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <At> hour 23 Ah, <laughs> with, with, with,
2: with a nine a nice young lady, but uh, but you know, not more. She than She got to be a nice stuff. young lady. She could be a slut.
3: <laughs>
2: <Ooh>, wow. <well>, uh, <laughs> I would like to bust my last nut with, a, with a nice church-going lady Yo. my last
1: uh, church why lady. Why, they be the freakiest him. ones? I, oh, my God. See, look. i am uh, trying to find God. an undercover see, slut. Look at see. it. I just,
0: <laughs> okay, so.
2: <God. laughs> you know what?
1: On that note. <laughs> you took that out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bro, that's they that
1: Hey, King Petty, bro. I'm King Petty.
0: Unselfish plug. That's how normal convos go. Clearly. Yep. Um so for me, I mean mine kinda of echoes everybody else's. Um it's real easy. Like this is a question that's been asked before. Like, obviously you talk to different people, different people got different answers, but the majority of people are all gonna come to the same conclusion. I wanna spend it with my family. I wanna spend it, you know what I'm saying, doing the things that I didn't have time for because I got a job or I gotta do this or I gotta do that. Like, my favorite thing to do, personally, is host. Like, ever came to my 4th of July party last year, like, my favorite thing to do is host. Like, I would just invite everybody. Like, I wouldn't even just limit it to, for, to family. Like, I want to host a party. So,
1: you're just going to have a big-ass street party? Yeah, just, block, why not? Block like, partner, and shit? I got
0: 24 hours. Like, right. I want to spend it in the best way I know how. My favorite mm-hmm. thing is the host doing what you love. Uh, yeah, somebody right, who makes the best. That's of it. what I like doing. So I'm gonna invite as many people as I can. Whoever show up, show up. Whoever don't, don't. But I would like to spend it the same way y'all would doing what I love most, and that's hosting. Either that or two K. Wow, <laughs> I can't stand two K. You can squeeze I that. In. You I can squeeze two K. I'm twenty four hours. I can squeeze a couple red games in. Yeah. You know, that. you know, it, it, you know, it ain't it ain't that bad. I can figure it out. Y'all mm, suck at 2K. I'm not playing that shit. I play some <laughs> Call of Duty. See, I suck at Call of Duty. Mm, see, those are two biggest games. I know Call but, of Duty, 2K, and Madden. But I,
1: I suck at Call of Duty too, though. I'm I'm trash. I suck <laughs> at Fortnite. My kid's trying to teach me how to build shit. Yeah, you gotta
0: build and shoot and fight people at the I same hate time.
1: that shit like, man that's I'm, why Fortnite trash like I'm don't cool, be building bro. shit trying to hide from me let's take these shots nah fun.
0: nope <laughs> nope we are gonna build this wall out of bricks <laughs> out and, of nowhere too. right And then you gonna shoot it down and then I'm gonna do it again nah fuck that <laughs> look at every looking lost he's oh, like oh what is God. a Fortnite <laughs> <laughs> What I'm is like, a Call of Duty? Well, get these
2: niggas in their game talk. I don't know why we're here like, oh, hey, me yeah. And, me and
0: Brandon are blurs, man. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. For people I, that don't know what blurs is, it's black nerds. It's okay. It's okay. I,
2: I know with Fortnite, I
3: just,
2: you know, I'm, I'm not your game guy. That's that's yeah, all. But, cool. you know, hey, this shit look fun. I
0: just, Yeah, it, I mean, it is. Until, you know, you lose on some bullshit. And then you be ready to throw your controller, You're break your TV. Quit. yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a lot easier the back rage in Rage Quit? Yeah, Rage Quit. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what that's called. That's, what,
1: that's, a term that's term. how I know you ain't a gamer. You don't even know what Rage Quit means. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bro, you don't understand. Me and both of my boys have fucking Xboxes, bro. You do not understand how much raging going on in this house.
2: That's what's up. They saying. play that's each
0: other saying. in Rage Quit. Game, okay. Games be cheating, though. <laughs> games do be cheating. Sometimes.
2: I think I'm a little too laid back. I'm I, I, I just good to see that, but hey... Like, you have to get into it if you get into a yeah. game and
0: you be like alright if you yeah. ever rage quit before you know you're a gamer you know what you know exactly what we talk about <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay alrighty so uh, completely unrelated I um, I actually uh, I was on Instagram the other day and I seen um, NASA launched another shuttle wait what yeah. Well um, I don't even watch the news, man. The news is fucking depressing. I that's what I'm saying. That but see I I don't watch the news. <clears throat> the news ain't for me. Like, I got on uh I was scrolling through my feed of course. Right. And um I came across NASA had posted something and um they shot they put another shuttle into the orbit uh the S- soyuz rocket I think I don't know but it went to the international space system space station not space system space <laughs> station um on friday april 9th uh launched from baikonur cosmodrome and what the fuck Kazakhstan oh, Kazakhstan yeah bro I'm telling you these are just these words is whatever uh, but they end up docking they left in like 3 but 3.45 in the morning, they end up docking at 7.05. So it took them three and a half hours to get to the International Space Station. Um, Goddamn. But, you know, just, I don't know. It, it, it caught me by surprise because I'm not really a, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not really a, you know, big NASA star guy or space guy. But oh, yeah. I follow NASA just because. Um, last year during the quarantine, which I saw nobody talking about, um, one of the NASA, uh, scientists got on and said that they're trying to build a bridge, um, some type of, some type of bridge in between the moon and Mars. So we're trying to get, obviously we know that we've been trying to get to Mars, yeah. They got rovers. They yeah. got you know all that stuff up there. So well, they found,
1: nothing. yeah. Have they? They they ain't found no signs of life. They ain't found no sign of water. No, what they gonna do? They gonna try to terraform that shit? Of course. Uh, it's, bro. This is the Earth. We're trying to take over everything. Yeah, ha, ha, but has there been any indication that we that human life can survive there yet? Has the rover brought back any signs of like oxygen
0: or anything like but that? But see, that's the problem, or not the problem. That's the thing. They're not. They're not trying to build a a sustainable atmosphere like a habitable planet yeah they're trying to build somewhere where we can go and be on mars like a build like a building something like something like a city but we're inside they know how to manufacture oxygen there ain't no oxygen in space either but they own like a, a space
2: station like a bubble kind of thing. Yeah, yeah
0: like they're trying to find a way to build something on mars that when we fuck up all the resources here. Yeah, we will. Yeah, that's all i was just coming. gonna say because that's it's really coming. all they' trying to do: go find some fucking resources. They yeah. know they'
1: fucking it up here. Yeah, at- that's yeah. what that's what that's what we do. Humans are like parasites, man. We find motherfucking yeah. we find resources, and when they all gone, we move on to the next one. I mean, yeah. I hate to say
0: it like that, right. but it's the fucking truth. Hey. Yeah, that's how it works, bro. Like they, that's really all it is. So they trying to build something. They're trying to build something from here to the moon, where it's like uh, essentially like an elevator. So it would take us, you know, quicker to get to the moon, and then they're trying to build some type of uh, bridge. Is really a general word. There's not an actual loose, bridge. It's not I a literal bridge. Yeah. Um, but they're trying to find a way for us to get from here to the moon, from the moon to Mars, quicker. And all I could think was, <laughs> the rest of the solar system, the people, the aliens out there, like they looking at us, like, damn, these motherfuckers can't even get to Mars. Like bro, we've been to the other side of the other side of the galaxy. They yep. still trying to get to the planet next to them. Y'all
1: think y'all think we alone? Hell nah. I don't think so. Hell either. no. I really don't. I don't think we alone. No, nah, man. I think the I think I just think the motherfuckers who are up there are smart enough to leave us the fuck alone. Like it will we, well, nothing too. to do with these yeah. ratchet motherfuckers. At, Yo, yeah, we didn't get them. We didn't get them Milky Way. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the hood, bro. <laughs> to say something. I to say something. This is the hood, bro. Man. Like Earth, ooh, Earth, <laughs> Earth is the hood. You know our name means dirt, right? Yeah, but we are the hood. There's no way around it, bro. Right. Like, if you look at the world, if you look at Earth as a whole, nothing that we do is helping our planet. Oh. Like, you got the activists out there and all of that, but we're not really helping the planet.
1: We take resources and move the fuck on. I think I, I really think that's why they're trying to get to Mars.
0: Yeah, and then we continually <laughs> drilling for oil.
1: Yeah. That alone, You're fucking up the planet and shit. I mean, there
2: there's ways to stop it. It's just that's there's not money in that. There's yeah. no money in that, right? I yeah. know money in doing the right thing, man. Like on just a smaller scale, like I read something like. If everybody were to stop eating meat, it would help so much. Yeah. Because you got to figure the cow, you got to feed them in the water. It, but it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. If we stop fishing, I'm
0: pretty sure the oceans will clean up. If um, we stop dumping in the ocean, <laughs> the oceans will clean up. <sighs> I,
2: it, man, Another
0: cool, thing they cool. said we only explored like five percent of the ocean. How do they know that?
2: They, they 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 made it up.
0: How do you <laughs> like? I don't get it. How do you know we only explored five percent if we can't get to the rest of it? They, if we can't get to the rest of the ocean, how do you know we only have five percent?
2: Because it, it sounds good, Brandon. It sounds. <laughs>
0: it sounds good. It sound,
2: look at you quoting what sounds good. It sounds right. They freestyled it and just say hey, just. Throw that in the book, right? Bro. There you go. They're Americans, don't believe yeah, they're right? They, they go <laughs> research and
0: right. think about it. Yeah. Sound good? Hey, I don't know, but yeah, uh, Bobby, I don't. I, um, I'm a, I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist, bro. Yeah, I think anything that, that comes out, I, 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 it's a lot of conspiracy it's... theories that I just believe. Yeah, it's, just... it's some wild ones though. It's yeah, some um, it's some wild ones.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I am too kind of uh, a conspiracy theorist. Um, it's like if it makes sense and you can prove it. I mean, convince me though. Don't just tell me any fucking thing. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's the problem. Yeah, man. Um, that's, that's, that's the problem. It's a it's a lot of this shit out here. Like like two plus two don't make three. Man, something ain't adding up. I got questions, man. So I want to really call myself. A conspiracy theorist, I don't believe shit. <laughs> it's just, it's just, like oh, that sounds like bullshit, right? I just have a lot of questions about
2: a lot of things, man. It, yeah, at, at least you' willing to question things as opposed to just, oh, well, what well, well, they have said it so odd uh, that it must be true. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just okay. Why is this way? Right. What I are the benefits? Uh, how was this conclusion drawn? You willing to question? And for a lot of people, a lot of people are sheep, man. They just go kind of go along with what's, what's what, and what they're told. A lot of people are, you know. Hey,
1: you better do this, okay? Do what you told. and, and people, a lot of people are out here. They they are sheep, and I hate that shit. Like, <clears throat> I, excuse me. I don't I don't want to have that line of thinking where um I just do what I'm told. Um, but yeah, you know, I am kind of a conspiracy theorist though. Let me see. Um, what's a like crazy conspiracy theory that maybe we can think of? Um,
0: well, I got a few. Oh, um, yeah. well, <laughs> I I, hell, a few.
1: There, there's a few of them. I, I we even have some but um, hip hop conspiracies and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, hip hop conspiracies are fun, they're dope. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, what was one one well one of the main ones you know like Tupac still alive? Yeah, Tupac. does anybody anybody believe that he in Cuba man? He in Cuba. About? I don't, I don't yeah, seen he been in Cuba for a while. Bro. Yeah, I've seen hella articles with people with like pictures that kind of look like him. Yeah. So like yeah. uh,
0: but if you think about it, bro, we all kind of look alike. You can find somebody in the world that look like you. Like, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, like
1: are. people used to say I look like Usher. Like. Yeah. I can see it. Uh, I, I still don't. I don't see that resemblance. I, I can see I, I, I never have. But I've seen younger pictures of you. Stop bro. looking at me like that. I'm squinting at Bobby. Like, I'm squinting. Now I'm squinting. <laughs> nah, nah, I mean, I've seen younger pictures of you. I can see it. Yeah. Um. When when I had my braids in my facial hair,
0: yeah, like yeah, it, that's that's where I see it. Um, hey, go
2: dance in the rain real quick. Man, Let me fuck say you.
0: something. <laughs> you gotta do the upside down you too. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> that dance down you. You see my chest. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Ever hey. fool, bruh <laughs> Put that on um, everything. So, no. uh, you were saying craziest? Cause what's the, what's the craziest one you could think of? Ooh! You don't even have to believe it, like, but the craziest conspiracy theory that you could think of. Um, I'll, I'll go with a current
1: one that um that COVID vaccine is really to put microchips in our wrists or something. I mean, and shoot um, oh, and check okay. microchips in us. Yeah. That
0: I've I've read
1: that one. Yeah, I, I I don't know I don't know about the microchips. I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure on that. I think we're getting the microchips. Oh, we definitely are. Hell, they putting chips on us already. We seen that oh, yeah, diabetes they're, they're thing. On, yeah. yeah, really? you know I mean where they put it on. That's a chip. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean that, that's electronically. That's, um, that's But at the same time, they don't need to chip us. We all have phones. phones. Yeah, pretty much. We all have phones, and there's a camera on every corner.
1: Man, and speakers
0: and all that. Somebody shit. always yes. taking a picture of something, like they don't need to chip us. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: They, they can don't. already track us. Yeah. It's hard to get away with crime now. It's you gotta this. You ever to... got on your
0: parents' phone and looked up how many notifications they got and how much of the shit that they got on that they man. don't need on? Man. Bro, I, poked, I man, I picked up my mama's phone a couple weeks ago, bro. She had a hundred notifications. I was like, You don't never clear these? She was like, For what? <laughs> what you mean for what? All right, so don't you got you got your Wi Fi on. We ain't close to no Wi Fi.
2: Yeah, everything's open. A thousand. Uh, you got a thousand tabs, tabs and yeah. that shit running down your like battery. Your battery yeah. getting killed.
0: You got your Bluetooth phone. Your Bluetooth mm-hmm. in the car. You got your location on. You ain't going nowhere.
1: Spe- speaking of phones, like the uh, another conspiracy theory about um y'all heard about the five G five G yeah, 5G. yeah and, and what it had Being to do with coronavirus yeah. and, and like how it's, like. Like, doing radiation and all that or whatever. I, I haven't. See, I, the, the tech
0: conspiracy theories, I don't know enough about tech. I like, I'm a tech head.
2: You are. But I, keep up with my I own. don't go
0: deep in tech enough to say yes or no about the tech theories. Like, some of them sound good, but I just don't know enough about tech to know if it's, you know what I'm saying, legitimate or not. Yeah, me neither. I haven't done my
1: research on it. I was I was wondering if any of y'all heard of I mean, I know people were crazy me. when 5G came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I know. I had to get me a five G phone. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's faster. It's just faster though. It is. It <clears throat> is. Um, anybody else? Anybody else got um, one? I, I I definitely um have
2: become interested in the
1: whole. Uh, <clears throat> do any of y'all know what adrenal chrome is? What? Uh, yeah. Um. What? Well, um. They said um they kill children for it, P- right? And they yeah, yeah. it's um uh, a chemical in a child. And yeah, uh, they say they say the higher ups are killing kids to 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 drink it to drink the oh uh, so it's like the, to um, live longer
0: not the ayahuasca the toad y'all know about the toad well you lick the toad in it no well that's that's the that's the myth of it Oh, okay you put it in like a vaporizer and you vaporize it and like there's some type of um something like some type of something that comes off of their body mm-hmm. and you smoke it. Oh shit, and it's God. like, this one I it's like mushrooms times ten. Oh no, no, no. Nah, I don't nah, fucking nah, ain't
2: ain't that.
1: that.
0: I've always uh, been too
1: scared to try anything other than weed, so nah fuck all um, that. Um
0: you only get so the the active chemical in it, you only get it twice in your life. D M T? DMT. D M T. Okay, I don't know okay, about DMT. You I've, I've so get um, that when when you're born and then when you die, nah, right? Yeah. Those are the only two natural hits you get of it is the day you're born and the day you die. Are the only natural hits of it. But I've um I've actually talked to a couple guys that's done it, and they said it's like, like all of the movies and TV shows where you they be they go through from life to birth, life to death, or birth to death, and you see everything, and everything just becomes so clear. It, like, oh yeah. It, the people I've talked to, like it's been crazy, bro. Like they are, I don't know if it's that or that they believe in it that much, that made them make the change. But it's like night and day. Like from before and after, it's like they so much more focused on what they want to accomplish, more focused on you know handling relationships. Like it's it's crazy. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. But they I'm said it was find out. like the one guy. Um, he said it was only like it's only like a 15 minute trip, but you feel like you under for like three hours. Oh, no, folks, but it's only a 15 minute trip. But everybody that's ever done it that I know of, anyway. You have to have a doctor present because it's so potent oh, that yeah? if you have a bad Wait, reaction what? to it, you could like just die. Like it's not nothing to play with. Like you literally have to have a doctor that specifically deals with DMT to administer Uh-oh. it to you, and they they sit there and they monitor your vitals. Why the fuck would people do that? That's because, too fucking risky. But <laughs> if it, it it is too risky, I'm not. Nah, fuck that. I'm not saying I would go into it, but witnessing it. Witnessing somebody that's did it and then the story that i've heard the research that i've done like it's it's crazy so i um mike tyson mike tyson did it really on the first episode of his podcast why don't that's a oh, oh shit wow. the first wow. episode wow. of his podcast he did and it i and haven't listened so, to that yet it's yeah. in my uh, it's
1: in my podcast but i haven't listened to it yet that was the first
0: thing the first thing he said like, he, even now, like, he still's like, man, I got, like, he did it on, he did it on the podcast. They took a break, obviously, to do it, and he came back, and he was like, I'm ready to go again. He was like, I didn't understand what was going on. I was too focused on trying to figure out what was going on that I missed a bunch of stuff. I want to go do it again. What the fuck? Like, it was crazy, bro. Like, after that, like, because that was the first time I heard about it, and then I started, you know, obviously, you know how these phones work. As soon as you oh, listen yeah. to something or say something, Here's all these it's recommendations. on Google, it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's on something. I, I, so I started I doing research and I just started clicking <laughs> articles and it was all that type of shit. And then, you know, doing our job, having conversations with people, I didn't talk to a couple of people like, man, shit crazy, bro. He was like, they said I was only down for 15 minutes. I felt like I was in there four, five hours. He was like, but my, my focus level just went crazy when I got done. Cause I saw so much of what my life was up until this point and what type of person I was. It changed my whole, it changed my everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was, and i said the same thing. I was like, you did that for 15 minutes of a high with that? the possibility that you could die in some, somewhere in that 15 minutes you could die. If you don't take that, if that drug doesn't take to you the right way. Like it's, is I'm, it worth it? Is it yeah. worth it? Are either of y'all open to trying it? <clears throat> uh I'm not I, a broke drug taker. I,
1: like I, I never
0: tried anything more than weed.
1: Yeah, me neither. I remember um I, one of my um one of my friends at my birthday party back bro, in the you life, got oh, that food. luck, bro.
0: He and tried some shit. Motherfucker
1: tried to offer me some coke. I ran I out that motherfucking bathroom. Eat and try some shit. I, uh, I have not.
2: Uh, <laughs> let me say that again The mic. I don't do anything. I've never done none of that stuff. Just the Lord. I, right. Just the more. I get high off of life, sir. I get
0: high off life.
1: I get high off life. That is there so, you
0: go. Y'all
1: go. stupid. Look e two, goody two shoes and you're shit. fucking right. You you're fucking you're liar. liar you goddamn lying
0: ass. Ass. Gosh. Um Oh, shit. I guess it's on me. We kind of went on a tangent there. Yeah, um, tangents are good. It is so. I I got a few, um, but the the biggest one, which I'm not sure if I believe it, because it's so far fetched. But whatever. So there's a conspiracy theory out there that um, we are like the fourth or fifth lifetime of humans. Hmm. So this one I haven't heard. I need every. Hundred thousand years or so, mm-hmm. you get people. And people grow, <laughs> they evolve, they become smart, they build all the buildings, get to the height of technology for that region, which would be Earth. Um, and then we become so smart they that we create up. AIs and all we, of the AI programs we, we, and computers and shit. We fuck ourselves. The AIs fuck us up. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then the AIs die off for whatever reason and then it takes like another fifteen thousand for the earth to kind of zero itself back reset, out. Yeah. And then humans come back again. Huh. I'm with that shit. Like, I the like Earth. That. The Earth the Earth I mean really the Earth takes care of itself. Yeah. If we left it alone and stopped oh, fucking yeah. with it, oh, you, yeah. the Earth would take care of itself. I'm so that's it that. take about fifteen thousand years for it to kind of reset itself and then humans pop up again. Have, have and we you, go through the same cycle over like and over that. and over. I like that. Uh, have you ever, like,
1: ever considered the possibility? Well, I think um, it may be true that the earth is like a living being. Yeah and like, and I mean, like um, you... natural disasters like um, tornadoes and earthquakes. That's the like...
0: earth telling us to stop.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what I think. <laughs> yeah. like, um, the earth trying to heal itself that's like, some like yes, bad yes, weather yes. and tragedies or stuff like that is like how the human body is like how uh, our cells will try to fight bacteria <sighs> yeah. and all mm-hmm. that. I think that's what tornadoes and bad weather eat is some, to the eat earth. Eat some bad shrimp. <laughs> I
0: bet you throw that shit up. <laughs>
1: Facts. <laughs> uh, or something else.
0: Girl, I'm telling you like it, I don't understand why I don't want to get too tree huggerish. but I don't understand why people keep doing this shit when we have the t- we have the knowledge to know that what we are doing is not going to work
3: everything.
0: out. Yeah, like uh, they've been telling uh, us for years that we fucking up this planet, and we keep fucking it up.
2: Decades. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you really can't.
0: We can't not fuck it up.
2: No, because people go keep fucking and making new people. Yeah, and there's money in it so
0: yeah i mean your some security numbers you know they selling us to china right? oh god yeah uh-oh <laughs> we're <ain't> gonna go <laughs> deeper than that one, but it's all right yeah we, i don't
2: want to go there yeah we, we, can, <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can get, get into off. some shit and make
1: a whole like our listenership look at us like straight weirdos <laughs> oh we are
0: we are uh-huh. We're definitely we're I, I yeah, a
1: little bit past you. that point but uh
0: <laughs> yeah that like when i the first time i heard that one it actually made me sit down and think about some shit. That's
2: like, heavy. That's heavy. Just to even process that. Yeah. The possibility like, of that. Ever, how old are you?
0: Heavy. Ain't that a sixty <laughs> <60s laughs> slang word, bro? It, it's it's <laughs> nuts, man. Um. So another one I got is um. It. So this one is like um, more on the. Religious side mm. so it's not really a religious conspiracy theory, but it's um so everybody know at least you know in a Christian faith anyway that um Lucifer the devil was kicked out of heaven,
3: yeah mm-hmm.
0: kicked down to hell for whatever he did All right, so <laughs> there is a conspiracy theory that that is what killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> so the dinosaurs were before the devil got kicked out of hell and him getting kicked out of heaven. The meteor that killed the dinosaurs, that was him falling but, from heaven.
1: But wait, the, the Bible will how you believe dinosaurs don't exist, right?
0: Uh, <laughs> they, that's what they, I'm saying. Technically, at least with this theory, oh, they, dinosaurs they, are they, are they, predate oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. So well, yeah. I
1: don't I, I <laughs> Look, man.
0: It's a weird conspiracy. Look. Look you said oh, the craziest. God. So, I went with the craziest. Look, dinosaurs and
2: Jesus <laughs> in the same sentence is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, mean, just, oh, I think family guy did that in the courts. I mean, just putting them together is like, fam.
1: Just. All right, that, that's a, that's a conspiracy theory I haven't heard, but that's fucking I, hilarious, man. That, this, it's
2: crazy. Dinosaurs and <laughs> Jesus. This I'm telling you, is, it's crazy, bro. And, and throwing the devil in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus this is and, crazy. Jesus and the devil fighting over the dinosaurs. <laughs> Yo. Just, Look at what can we be
1: talking about, y'all.
2: Hey. This, this, this is what y'all gonna get every Wednesday.
1: Just, yeah, and and, just, and, just and before we go on, let us let us um preface this whole shit with we don't know shit. At this all. these ain't these ain't facts. These ain't um this is just shit we talk about, man. We don't know shit about shit. Uh so don't go in the comments talking about oh nah, y'all got that wrong. Like, we could yeah, be wrong. We, we don't know. We we don't know shit. We just we talking
2: we're, just talking We're not shit. claiming um, anything oh, it's is gonna fact happen. here. It's
1: going to happen. None of this is. Yeah, funny. I know it's it, going to happen. That's, gonna happen. Gonna that's why I'm happen. trying to let people know, like, yo. None <laughs> of this is facts. We don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we just <laughs> talking, to be talking. Yeah. This is, how, exactly. this is how conversations go. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's, 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 <laughs> you talk about weirdo shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking weirdo. I'm a
0: wink. So, um, I, uh, a little bit, or after our last podcast dropped, um, Somebody had reached out to me about um, the segment we had last week when we was talking about the disconnect between our generation and the last. Okay. And kind of how we um, we kind of started going a little deep about, um, you know, our fatherly and, you know, maternal stuff with you. Um, yeah. But I think um, they just, I don't know, like he, the way he brought it to me made it seem like he just kind of, he vibed with that whole portion. Oh, so, um, I did want to kind of expound on that. Well, um, shout out to him. Glad we could Yeah, help. yeah, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, mix these, mix, mix these next two together, which is, um, a mix of, um, the differences in our childhood or adult trauma. Um, and then the, um, the um, I'm sorry, the effects of either having or not having a parent in the household. Um, obviously, for me, it was my pops, for Bobby, uh, it was his mother. Uh, Everett had both, so that'll be a unique perspective for our podcast. I, I have one, I have one. So, um, Bobby started the last Well, I guess we uh, we let Everett start this one. So, Everett, um, effects of having. Both of your parents around, and then what either trauma as an adult that you found out happened in childhood, or you know trauma that you have now. And I mean, if you don't want to get too you know preachy, therapisty, you don't have to. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll start there.
2: <laughs> um. So yeah,
0: like I said on the last podcast.
2: Yes, I did grow up with uh, both of my parents in the home. Um. And I feel like it made me a more balanced person because of it. Um, I have more of an insight. But at the same time, they were uh, so busy raising us that, um, like, a lot of the stuff that I had to learn, I kind of had to learn on my own. Even to this day, we've never had some of the, you know, the expected... Normal conversations that you may have with your parents. Shameless <laughs> There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Um. So, so I'm I'm definitely appreciative of it. Um. It, it's it's a weird thing because yes, I had both of them in the household. Yes. But we didn't really talk like that. I just got to see kind of how a household with both parents would run. Um, at least in, in theory the way it's supposed to, um, but what I, I can say is the thing about it, I see what happens with both of my parents. Both of them didn't have their one of their parents in the home. In this case, my mother grew up a whole lot of her childhood without her mother. And I can see how, looking back, that really, and really her father, my grandfather too, because he worked so much trying to support the household, you know, without the mother, that I kind of, everything domestic related, my mother kind of had to learn as she went. Like, like she didn't get to have that role model, you know, to you know see how to raise a family you know the domestic duties of a woman and and all of that um and she kind of had to learn it on her own um and my dad you know his pops died at an early age mm. um and, and you <laughs> know he was you know kind of thrust into the whole it's time to go work and take care of the family mm. Um right. right so that's that that's all he knows is just work, 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 like uh like I never seen my pops cry or none of that shit. He's like one of the strongest men I know um but we're not really close like that um, but I have immense respect for him because of you know what he did. Um, you know, as they say, that the stuff that a man's supposed to do, you protect and you provide, da, 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 definitely did all that shit, and you know, a thousand times more than that. Um, so I could kind of see how what she was missing and what he was missing, and they kind of put those together at least the very best that they knew how. and made you in and, and my brother and sisters, yeah. um, so that you know, we could grow up and be the most balanced individuals that we could be um, with the tools that they had. Now, don't get me wrong, the shit was not perfect by any means. So do you think you but, have any
0: trauma now from uh, that? I was At least for me, uh, specifically with your dad, because as men, we gravitate towards men. Like, we have that soft spot for women because of our mothers, but do you think you have any, like, underlying trauma not even not necessarily trauma like
2: i wouldn't say it's trauma but like i said a lot of the stuff i had to just kind of um i'll give an example um i was about 14 or 15 the first time like my dad let me come hang out with him and some friends uh from his job like we just like went I think, I think we went bowling or maybe shot some pool or some shit. And when he was out with these guys, like, I had never seen this side of him before. It was like... You never n- saw fun dad. Nigga, you fun. Like, you laugh. <laughs> and you, like, lively. Like, you... I, I, this shit here... Yeah, I like this. Dad. I like this. But at home, it, it was not that. And it was, like... What like you you like that? Now, no, I don't mean no disrespect if he's listening, but it was just I never gotten to see that, and it was like damn, we need to do this more, and we didn't. <laughs> but it it, it it was just one of those times like okay, this is who you are when you don't have like you know the responsibilities. Well, you always got the responsibilities, but we can kind of kick back a little bit. With your friends and, you know, you could talk a little more freer versus at home. You have to be this.
0: You
2: have to be dad, and, 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 Right. And it just... It made me feel bad. It's like, damn. He gotta... He can't be this every day. He gotta, like... Be... Like, you know, pick out times he can be this. Like, set it aside for rare occasions such as this. So like i said um i can kind of see what happens when you don't have both and no it's not going to be perfect um but i'll always say i think that's the best way to raise kids of course that's in a perfect world it don't happen like that and of course you can come out a great individual you know one or more one Uh, some people have none and turned out great but i always think it's best that way It's just the world ain't really set up for that. That's very ideal. Um, And it may seem a little too perfect, but I can say I'm definitely lucky and to a degree, I feel privileged. Like I said last week, I had classmates. I'm going to my dad's house for the weekend. What's that mean? What do you mean? Like... (laughs) I didn't understand, it it, it sounds funny. But um, imagine you hear a first or second grader say that. Yeah. Third oh, grader well, shit, no. For, I can't
1: laugh at I, that. You talking about first and second, I, first, first, first second, third, yeah.
2: fourth grade? No, 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 I mean by then I I understood it, but I'm um, you know six, seven, eight hearing yeah, kids yeah, say yeah. that when yeah. I don't know what that's like because
0: right. I get to see my mom and dad every day every
2: day. day it, it, it At least at night, I knew when I went to sleep, they were both in there in the house. Right. So it's 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 very small, but it made me realize how privileged I was because I feel like because of that, it, it kept me out of so much dumb shit that
3: yeah. I
2: could have got caught up in. You was able to get
0: both perspectives.
2: That were just... just see what it's like like i didn't have to go be in the streets if i did it would have been a choice rather than something that i had to do right so you know maybe i'm not offering too much of a perspective on this but i definitely got to see like how my mom is because she had to grow up without her mother and my dad because he spent most of his childhood and up until a certain point without his father. Right. Like, I, I definitely see how it affects them and and why you need them and to a degree in our community, why you... Uh, a lot of us, I'll, I'll say in this, I'm not specifically talking about them, but while a lot of us really do need therapy, There, there is trauma that a lot of us have been through but that don't realize it it, right and you you don't even realize it'll come out in certain ways and you know something can just you know touch it off and like have your flashbacks to why this happened and a a lot of us just walking around broken or damaged and don't know why yeah, thinking that it's it's just the way it is or it's yeah, normal or, or just we life. just got issues. That's yeah. Life. And it, it's it's fucked up. Yeah. That we just gotta go through life and just, you know, be strong. You gotta do what you gotta do, but not realizing if you had this help or this available to you, you could be in a different place or uh a mental headspace, I'll say. Yeah. And uh, you know, I feel like I didn't talked your head off for a long ass time bobby bobby <laughs> jump in on this man he got me
0: um yeah so before bobby start i actually think um um my wife actually made this point to me last week um i think your experience is unique just because we always hear about debbie dads we always hear about dads walking out we always talk we always hear about dads leaving and doing all of that we don't get enough stories of people that their mother left, or their mother's not, you know, specifically talking about your mother, but yeah, yeah. Like, we don't get enough stories about deadbeat moms and moms being on child support and moms can't be found by the law, or we don't get enough of that. Like, so for me, like, your story to me is unique because that's not a story that's so easily shared.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, because it, it you really don't hear it all happening often in our community. I mean, it happens, but you don't you don't hear it a lot. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I grew up without my mom for most, or half of my childhood, I should say. Um, I had my mom from when I was um, from when I was born until I was nine years old, and I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I really don't have any good memories of her. Yeah. Um, my my sister. My, my older sister was more of my mom than my mom actually was to be honest i learned i learned a lot from her like my sister had me reading and writing and um and counting before i was in school yeah so <clears throat> but anyway um my mom like she left us when like i said i was nine my um um my mom was having my um younger sister, Brandy, and she had dropped me off to, um me and my brother to um, my dad's house, and we had been with him ever since, But and my dad, like, my dad is my homie. That's, like, my best friend. I mean, he wasn't a perfect dad or anything like that by any means. I mean, he tried his best, but he
0: was there, and right. I, I, I love him for that, man. Um, that alone, that alone, especially in our community, is, like, any man that is going through that and has the, the gall to step up and do what he's supposed to do. Right. Like, I think that's another one of the thing. There's a lot of men out here that want thanks and adoration for being a good, like nigga, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to. And my dad was always
1: there, man. He, he was always there. Like, um, like I said, he wasn't the perfect dad. He wasn't able to get me everything I wanted all the time. But, um, but he he was there, and some of my best some of my best memories come from my dad. Like my love for gaming came from my dad. My dad got me an uh, an Atari. Well, well, no, he got it for my sister. Yeah. But you know, because my sister is seven years older than me, so he uh, was thinking yeah. that she would play it. But. um I ended up taking two. As soon as I get done with my homework, I'm trying to play Pac-Man. That's the only game I had. I had the one, the 2600 with the, yeah. little, with the one little stick with oh, the little God. orange button on it. Oh, Jesus. bro! Hey, stop. You old as hell. Ever. Ever. You not going to keep sitting here acting like I'm old. Like you ain't like one year behind me with your old ass. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> bro, you the one brought up CDs, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Nah. Shit. And I, and all I had was Pac-Man on it. And um, uh, a, a lot of my, like I said, a lot of my love for gaming came from my dad. Like, Street Fighter is my favorite game in the world.
0: Yeah.
1: But that was because my dad, like, would take me to the arcade. Um, I'm going I'm to I'm show my age again. Oh, nah. It, since cool. it, that was since around it, when
0: I got there, too. Uh, we since, studied arcades. <laughs>
1: Well, Cincinnati, we used to have an arcade called Jupiter's over in um, over in over by UC, over in Clifton. Y'all both looking like y'all. Yeah, know I ain't never known to Jupiter's.
2: I mean, I've been to a few arcades, but that wasn't. I one went to other. one Northgate Mall.
1: Oh, but well, people who listened to it, they, I'm pretty sure yeah, was the people who know what Jupiter's is. Yeah, right. and they had a bar down um, down up under called Bearcat Bob. My my um, dad used to go to the bar, but he would sit and he would um, he would give me quarters and tokens or whatever, and he would sit there and he would watch me play Street Fighter. And he would root me on and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, he he would just, like, root for me and all that. And I used to beat up, uh, well, like, beat, like, older guys. I was really that good, but I wanted to impress my dad so much that I got good at those games and all that, but, right. um... You got a cheerleader, you try a little bit harder. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's- and what better person is it to have there to cheer you on? So I, I'm kind of going off topic though. Like, um, the effects of not having my mom in my childhood, um, it kind, it hurt for a bit, but after a while, I got used to, it, and then I just stopped caring. Um, but I know for a fact that like her leaving caused some, you know, caused some emotional scarring. Uh, it may
0: have attributed to um my anxiety um <clears throat> so i know one of the big things is um when they talk about men not being in a household uh with little girls they're always talking about you know dad problems like yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of a stick but they always talk about oh you got daddy problems like do you have those like mom problems Mother. like that that's your a- thing with women like do you have prob- not necessarily problems with women but like, talking to women or, that is a really good uh-huh. question
1: and um I I've always been the type to been I'm, I've always been able to check myself I can okay. my conscience gets to me all the time like I'm really hard on myself so to answer your question um mom issues contributing to how I treat women um like I said my sister was more of my mom than my mom actually was so she right. actually kind of taught me a lot and then when um i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna see her act like i was the perfect guy like i've disrespected women before now in hindsight i'm very ashamed of myself for it but um i've gone back and i've I've looked it like thought about things i've done in my past and i tried to make apologies to some of the people like that i've hurt and all that And and actually i'm trying to just do better do better now. Like, uh, I don't know if y'all I don't know if y'all noticed, but I haven't said the N word since twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah. Like I've not necessarily noticed, but I know that it's not in your vocabulary.
1: Yeah, I, I try to catch myself. I don't I don't call women the B word anymore. I used to because I was I was mad at my mom. So I used to call women B's, not, not not like trying to demean them or wear anything like that, but like if we plan or whatever, oh shut up B. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. But um yeah, it did it did affect me in that sense <clears throat> but um excuse me. But um I think um I did have some childhood traumas from my mom or whatever. Like I well um when she took me to my dad's house, uh, I, I lived it was it was a big house it was um my dad his mom and a bunch of my uncles it was a really big house i have a really big family on my dad's side and um i got um i got capped on and picked on a lot because i was always small and i was bummy and all that and because i we didn't have any money and things of that nature but then um (laughs) my family would cap on me too like i had this nickname um my uncle Danny got arrested, so he gave me the nickname um, <laughs> "Nervous Purvis" because I, <laughs> I was always like fidgety and all yeah. that. Come it's to anxiety.
0: Find, it's anxiety.
1: Come to find, yeah, come to find out years later, uh, I had generalized anxiety disorder, and nobody ever knew it. Yeah. And you know, like it's a it's a stigma in the black household. Don't get help, like um, it, like going to therapy and all that. seen as weak. Yeah,
0: but y'all, um, you should be strong enough to get, you should be able to fight through that. Like, no, nigga, I need some help. I used to hate, I used to hate that, but then I had to realize, like, they don't know either. They they don't
1: know. They weren't taught. And it really
0: just comes like, and you know, I don't think I should have to preface this, but it really comes from a place of ignorance. It does. Like the, especially with how we touched on last week, the generation above us, they didn't have the option Right die. to go to therapy to Yo. go talk to somebody because that, that all they was taught is this is what life is you got to roll with the punches and that's how it is right and like like I said
1: there's a stigma like it on, in the black community like going to therapy is seen as a weakness you being being soft or whatever but I go to therapy every every other Monday matter of fact I can't I came from my therapist before I mean before we did the podcast and if. If that scene is weak then I feel like I'm going to use a co- quote from Common here. He say like when I'm being weak is when I'm really being strong. Like yeah. To know my weakness is to to be strong. I think what's really weak is knowing that you have these problems
0: and, and not, not trying, doing nothing about it. Gestinate. Like running from it and yeah. all that. Like yeah. that that's yeah. weak. That yeah. that's
1: some weak shit right there.
0: Like if yeah. you don't know about it I can understand. Right. Like But, but if you know you have these issues and you're not looking to solve those issues right and i I felt
1: like i got i felt like i had some issues like nobody told me i had to go to therapy i just saw some stuff that i didn't like about myself like i procrastinate i feel like i'm lazy i don't there's some things that i've seen in myself that i don't like and i'm like i need to change my mindset I know I have some traumas and all that help. And you know what? Let me go get some help so I can try to heal and make myself better so I don't pass my um like insecurities and my um, my, my faults, my misfindings and all that. Don't pass that on to my kids. So I can better teach my kids to not be like me but to be better than me. Yeah, and let them know it's yeah. okay to get help. Hey, black community, anybody listening, it is okay to get
0: help. It is okay to heal. Please, please go get help. Talk please to do that. Somebody. Yeah. I don't care if you talk to your brother, your sister, your uncle, your cousin, your, your son, your mama. Talk to somebody. And we gotta, you know, at the same time,
2: we have to be willing to listen to people. Fact. I, I mean, yeah, a yeah. lot of times people aren't willing to even open up to say that they need help for fear of you know, being judged or being seen as weak or, or made fun of. And that's, and, and that's another thing right there. Um, at, at the same time, at the same time, if it, we tell people to go get help and I commend you, Bobby. But at the same time, I would like for people to be more receptive toward helping or, yeah. or maybe if you can't help, maybe guide someone to a resource or somewhere that can, if you can't, right? Right. Or it just being a listening ear
0: and just shut the fuck up need and to not talk. judging. You, they, sometimes people yeah. don't want no advice. They don't want to talk about it. They just want you to listen. Just,
2: just, just be able to just vent. listen. Just, just listen. Vent.
0: Just listen to me complain for a little bit. Like I've got to the point now to where you know my mom and my wife. One of them will call me and me specifically because they know I will just let them talk. When like if they're having a bad day, they'll call me and they'll just vent. For like five, ten minutes. And then at the end, they always, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I know I'm vent. I, I know that's why you called me. G- get it off your chest. Right. Because carrying that around is more harmful than not saying anything at all. Facts. If you don't ever say anything, please call me and vent. I'll sit there and listen. Yeah, because when you
1: bobble Sometimes I enough, might not
0: even listen. I'll just let you vent and be doing something else. <laughs> right. But getting it off your chest is enough. Sometimes people don't need... Uh, I don't need an answer. If I call you and I start talking and you can hear the tone of my voice, you know when somebody's in a mood yeah. or they just need to get something off their chest. Right. If you hear that tone in my voice, don't interrupt me. <laughs> Please. Right. Like, now, if you're busy and you're doing something and I call you and i like, hey, hey, let me call you back, all right, cool. But if you let me get four or five minutes in to a vent <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, then I you ain't. stop me, I'm going to be salty. Right. Like, I, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. so yeah that that, that was insightful but uh but let let me um let
1: me say before i before i end my part of that um let me say um shout out to my family i don't if i hurt anybody or anybody felt disrespected then i apologize but i do want to say shout out to my family because um like I said, they didn't. They didn't know that they was making fun of a um, disorder that I had oh, yeah. or whatever. They didn't yeah. know. So and, yeah. I, and I, I don't hate them for that or anything like that. And shout out, um, shout out to my sister for being my, like like a mom to me. Shout out to my dad for stepping up, and shout, even shout out to my mom for um for for leaving because believe it or not, it kind of helped turn me into the man I am today. Like it, it forced me to like. It forced me to, like, think a little different. It forced me to... Every situation is a lesson. Yeah, pretty much. Every so, single one of them. So, shout out to my family and thank y'all for helping me turn, helping turn me into the man I am today. The things I said, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I was just, you know, That's shedding some truth. light on my... Yeah, That's shedding some truth. light on my
0: truth. You know what I mean? That's all that is. <clears throat> um, So, for me, uh, I know I probably went the deepest into it last week with my pops yeah um and i mean it was it was it was real staggered you know Uh, he lived close enough to where i felt like he should have seen us more um obviously i get one side from him one side from my mom and obviously for pretty apparent reasons I side with my mom because that's the one that raised me. So it's kind of hard for me to hear something come out of your mouth and be like, okay, I believe you. Right. Like, she was there every day. She made us dinner every day. We played sports. She took us to practice. She came to the game. She did this. She did that. She worked overtime. She Like, whatever we whatever we needed, she got it. So, it's hard for me to be like, oh, oh, maybe you are right, Pops. Maybe she is. Maybe she was tripping. I don't know. I was a kid. It wasn't my place to know if she was tripping. Right. Whatever she was tripping about, you were probably the cause of it. And if you weren't the cause that she was just outright tripping, then you should have went to court and fought for custody for us.
1: And then, on top of that, y'all went through it together. Like yeah. whatever she Like, whatever she was tripping on, you and your mom went through that together. So. Right. And that was
0: on y'all. <clears throat> that was on y'all to figure out. Right. That's not on me. So don't try to put that on me. Don't try to make it seem like my like whatever you and my mama had going or whatever y'all didn't have going was mostly her fault or not. I don't want to hear none of that. Like I can sit down like even still today. Like just like I said last week I've imagined punching him in the mouth like I can sit down with my pops today and have an actual conversation with him, but it it always leads in a certain direction that I'm just not comfortable with. So when I get to it now, it's like, I didn't really realize how, I didn't realize how much I needed that strong male figure. Like how you say um, any, it, any decision that you would have made would have been a choice. I made that choice. At like 12, 13, 14, and I was out there doing shit that I shouldn't have been doing with people that I should have never knew. But I made that choice because I didn't have a strong male figure to teach me what was out there already. Now, it didn't last long. Like, I tried to sell weed. Didn't work out for me. (laughs) Tried to sell coke. Didn't work out for me. You know what I'm saying? But I met some people along the way, and even still to this day, it's some people in prison. Rest in peace, It's some people on the ground. It's some people still on the block that I know that I can reach out to. As if some crazy, like, really pop off, I could call them and they'd still come. But I shouldn't have had to even think about making that choice.
3: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: I, had to th- I shouldn't have had to think about it right. because yeah. Yeah. at least from, you know, what I do know about my pops, he knew enough about the streets to where he could have kept me from choosing to try that lifestyle. Right. Like, and it was the same thing with my mom. like, my mom worked a lot, but it was for us. You know what I'm saying? You can't just have a normal nine to five job with four kids. Nah, no, that ain't going work. You can't. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Right. You're you know what I'm saying? She worked the same place we worked.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's been there 30 years now. But, I mean, y'all know how much we make, so she was good. But it was still four of us. Right. You got four different attitudes, four different stages of life.
2: Personalities.
0: Four different uh, personalities. Thoughts
2: and just, that's There's so life.
0: much shit that she had to deal with by herself on a daily basis that when he came around, it was always fun times. We was always going to do something fun when Pops came around. Let's go to this. Let's go to that. This person having a barbecue. That person having a barbecue. You know what I'm saying? He got two other, um, he got three other kids by two other different women. So when I went and saw my other brothers, we would go to their mother's house. And we would have a ball. We always had fun when I was with my pops. But the older I got, the more I realized, you're the fun parent. And then when I come home and I'm grounded because I didn't do my homework or because I got bad grades. Now I'm looking at my mama some type of way because, damn, man. When I go to Pop's house, I get to do whatever. I get to have fun. I get to do this, 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 and this. Now I'm grounded when I come back home. So she got the butt of that. You know what I'm saying? So the way that I grew up, it was just kind of messed up. It was, like, I just, I, I don't know. It, it really messed me up because even now today, like, my my tolerance with, um. Yeah, authority figures, my tolerance with men is just it's crazy like I have very low tolerance I have very low tolerance for you know men talking crazy to me I have very low tolerance for authority just in general to where it's almost like not a crutch but it's something that I've noticed holds me back sometimes Because I don't know, like, the best way that I've told my son is, I want you to be able to walk in a room full of millionaires and not feel out of place. That type of confidence, for me, for me, that type of confidence can't be taught by a woman. Right, 100 Like. My mama taught me how to be a great person. My mama rounded me out the best way that she could. But she cannot teach me how to be a black man in America. Right. That was my father's job. That's a fact. You have to teach me how to be a black man in America. Teach me how to move. Teach me how to talk to women. Teach me how to do this. Teach me how to do that. Because coming from a woman, you're getting the woman's perspective of it.
2: Right. And it it don't work. It it, is not going to work because, I mean...
1: They don't it, go through the it,
2: same it, it, things. They, they, we they do. don't, in the way that the world or how they'll see it or how the world treats them. The world is not going to treat you the same way, right? And you don't get to now.
0: The right. way she taught my sister is great. It works. My sister is like I fucking love everything about it, her. It, it works,
1: but because you she's a, a
0: spitting image of what my mom was at that age. Yeah, but- she got three kids of her own, but she does everything she can to take care of those kids and. It's a bunch of times that I look at her and I see my mama. Yeah. Like I don't I don't see enough of the qualities that I know my dad has. It's different. I mean
2: with masculinity, it's it's like leadership, guidance, confidence, um, take charge. It it's just a different aspect.
0: Um uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It um, but yeah, like now looking, and you know, like we said with the trauma stuff, like it's a lot of I have a big problem with men that don't take care of their kids. Like, even for me to have kids and to be a present father, like, I look at men that don't take care of their kids way wilder than I feel like the normal person should. Mm. And I attribute that to him. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's fair to him. But that's where my vindication, not vindication, um I can't think of the word I'm looking for. But that's where my that's that's where it comes from. It's from how he was when we were coming up. Because
1: your experiences.
0: Yeah. Like, you can really only form your personality around your experiences. Yeah. Fact. So, the way I look at men that don't take care of their kids is just otherworldly. Like, I feel like that stereotypical bitter baby mama. Like, <laughs> that's what I feel like. When I look at men that don't take care of their kids, I'd be pissed. Like, for me to have nothing to do with these kids, I'd be, I, I, I be livid, bro. mm I don't get it. Just like I said last week, I don't understand how you cannot take care of your kids. I don't know how you I don't understand how you cannot. Any man that's listening out here, if you don't see your kids and you feel like it's your child's mother's fault, go to court. File for custody. Visitation. Visit I don't care what you file for, go fight it. Don't just give up. Because she got the baby and the courts might side with if you don't fight it, they definitely gonna side with her.
1: Well B, um to that point, some some guys might not know that they can do that. Yeah. And all,
0: that's that's I mean, that's really my thought process behind saying it. Yeah. Is I didn't know that. Yeah, some people now, might not I'm, know. They, I've never been on child support. Like I said last week, I don't believe you. I ever <laughs> would be on child support. But there there's stuff that men just don't know. Go yeah. fight for your kids. You can win your kids. Yeah. You can. All you got to do is fight it.
1: Yeah, just,
0: yeah, Don't give up and just accept the child support. Oh, well, she put me on child support. I guess it ain't nothing else I could do. Yes, you can. The cool. system might be skewed towards women, but fight it. Hey, speaking of child support, I wanted to shout
1: out something that uh, I saw on Spectrum News a couple weeks ago that was dope. Uh, Campbell County... Um. You know how they, you know how child support is. Like if you ain't, if you don't pay, they gonna take your license. And then they gonna take you to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I heard in Campbell County they have they starting a program for payee parents. Um, well, well, the parents they gotta pay to where if you lost your job or you can't pay, they gonna help you look for a job and they gonna help help you pay. Part of me feels like that's just a way of like. Uh, you're going to give us our money. We're, we're going to help you get our money. But well, yeah. you feeling, all, I think it's dope I mean, that they thing, first choice yeah. ain't take you to jail.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do like that. I know a lot dope. of guys that have been in jail for non-payment of child support. So I do I do like that news. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, like my, my traumas come from weird things, man. A lot of stuff in my childhood that I witnessed or I overheard or... You know, stories that I've heard from when I was a kid. And, I mean, like you said, it shapes us into who we are now. Yeah. So now I attribute the father that I am also to him. Like, and, you know, I hope that this doesn't come off as a slight towards my mother, who was awesome in every aspect of the word. She did her best with four kids. I could never look at her any other type of way than I do right now. Mm. But the father that I am, I attribute to him because he showed me what not to do. Right. He showed me what not to say. Like he and I don't I don't really know any other way to 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 voice that. So, you know, that's just it's just one of those things, man. I don't know but we're going to get off of this sad-ass topic because uh, we done been a little bit too sad today. so We're going to go ahead and uh, speed past that bullshit. <laughs> right. And um, we're going to go straight into our Black Excellence segment. Um, So we will start with Everett t- this time. Did we start with you last time? No, I think we started with... Uh, no, we Bobby. started with me last time. Okay, okay. So yeah, we're going to start with uh, Everett. Ever this week,
3: so
2: okay, okay. Listen, uh, for my pick for this week's example of black excellence, like to highlight Bridget Biddy Mason. She was born August fifteenth, eighteen eighteen, and she left on January fifteenth, eighteen ninety-one, and she was a midwife she was a California real estate entrepreneur. She was a nurse. She was a philanthropist, uh, and she was the founder of the East AME church in Los Angeles. Um, this woman did a lot. She was very, very, uh, instrumental in the development in California. Um, not a lot of folks know about her. Even the folks that reside in California, specifically Los Angeles in general. Um, If you don't know enough about her, I advise you to go look her up. This is Bridget Biddy Mason.
1: Alright, cool. That's dope. Alright, I guess it's on me. Alright, this week, um, uh, let me preface this by saying I'm getting my my information from Wikipedia. You can go up and look it up yourself if you want to. Uh, If not, oh well, I just think people should people should know, but anyway, for um my pick, I went with Norma Merrick Sklarick. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right, but it's spelled S-K-L-A-R-E-K, and um she was born on um, April 15th, 1926, okay, Aries in the building, <laughs> and um, she, hey. died, she died, uh, oh yeah, your birthday coming up too, ain't it, E? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <a> new, <laughs> um, and she died february 6 2012 so that was recent um, it's my birthday. um she was the first african-american woman to pass her license exam to officially become an architect in both new york in 1954 and, and california in 1962 Sklarik is most recognized for designing the United States Embassy in Tokyo, Japan in 1976 and the Terminal 1 station at the Los Angeles International Airport in 1984. After designing several buildings, she became the first black woman to own her own architectural practice with two women, Margot Siegel and Catherine Diamond from 1985 to 1989. Sheesh. She earned the nickname The Rosa Parks of Architecture from Arthur, from author Anna M. Lewis for her major accomplishments as a black woman in a male-dominated field and continued to be a voice for women who were likely to face discrimination in certain careers. Man, that is dope. Yeah, like, that's dope as hell. <laughs> Man, she, <laughs> built, dope. she built shit and um, she designed the United States Embassy in Tokyo. She, um... Designed the um, Terminal 1 station in uh, Los Angeles. She had, she was an architect in both New York and California. She was just all over
0: the place, yeah. man. Yeah, that's and, dope. And put
1: other women on. Shout out to her, yeah. man.
0: That was stupid dope. That's dope. Yeah. So, my, my pick this week actually comes from the anime field, which we didn't get to this week again.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, we'll try it next week. We're already longer than our last podcast, so we're going to try to wrap this up a little bit quicker. Um, so mine comes from the world of anime. He is actually, um, it's actually, um, two people. They are the creators of the first major black-owned anime studio. Um... Now, I cannot pronounce this the anime studio correctly, um, but it's D art stagio, and I'm pretty sure that second word is in Japanese, so I'm a hundred percent sure that I'm pronouncing it wrong, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um it was actually founded in 2016 uh, by twins Arthel and Darnell Isom and an animator named Henry Thurlow. Um, so it's the first American anime studio in Japan and the first major black-owned anime studio ever. Um, they've worked behind the scenes on Attack on Titan, One mm. Piece, Tokyo Ghoul. Um, they've done commercials for Adidas and ASOS. Um says the studio is at the helm of a new generation of animators keen to diversify the industry on and off screen through its portrayal of characters and the stories they choose to highlight. Um, Arthel was actually quoted saying that we don't approach things thinking that we're going to be political activists, but we choose characters that would be cool to represent right at this moment. Which is really what what we want. More, you know, more visibility right more black characters being just black characters um it says we don't want to just fill in the blanks and color a person this or that because that's wrong we try to see how we can best represent this character whatever whenever we have the chance we put it out there um so you know right now they are more focused on outsourcing their skills to bigger shows um but it has worked on a number of in-house shorts and productions so um as of right now i don't know what they are working on uh but i know that they did direct um the weekends video for snowchild mm. so if y'all seen that video it was directed by them by arthel anyway um <laughs> And then it says, so I'm guessing Arthel is the main face of it. It does the article that I'm reading is from Dazed, uh, DazedDigital.com. Um, it doesn't mention much mo- much about the other brother, the other twin, uh, but it does mention a lot about Arthel. So I'm guessing that he is the face of it. Uh He's also quoted saying that there's not a lot of black or generally diverse characters in anime, and hearing these stories makes us want to do something with them. So, after studying art in Osaka, Arthel applied for an internship at Agora Studio, which is Agora Kobo, as a background animator, where he worked at for 12 years. Um, and then he ended up rubbing shoulders with some of the big animators that worked and he ended up working on shows like Bleach, Back Butler. Mm. Um, he worked on Naruto. Um, he, I mean, he's, he's done everything, you know, he's from America. He's from, um, it doesn't say in this actual article, but I believe the first one that I read was on Wikipedia and I want to say he's from Brooklyn. Mm. So, you know, he's worked with Jay-Z, he's worked with Nas, worked with a couple of the, you know, big names in hip-hop. Jesus Christ. Um, so, I mean, that that's just something out there, especially for people like me and Bobby. If you're black and you're a nerd, you got picked on as a kid, but now it's cool, so... <laughs> we was blurred before it was cool. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> just putting that information out there. If you watch anime, look him up, you know, see what he got in the works. If you don't watch anime, it's just another cool... Um, Just another cool black figure that, you know, doesn't get talked about enough. Um, so, uh, we're going to close today on our plug segment. (laughs) So, um, me, I think we all have two. Do you have two to plug? I have me. Well, I know Everett's plugging himself, and then he (laughs) might have a second. Uh, I have two, and, uh, Bobby has two, so I'll let Bobby go first while I get mine together.
1: Okay, um... So yeah, we wanted to just, just start this new segment to where we um shed light on um black businesses that we know of. Uh right now it's just in the Cincinnati area. As we learn of more we'll 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 shed light on more. Definitely. But I think that
0: um we and need if anybody to, uh note, If anybody wants to send us anything, anybody that, you know, if you guys want to plug your own businesses or let us know what you guys got going on, um, you can hit us at normal at gmail. Um any thoughts, questions, we might start a, you know, fan mail segment if we get enough questions. That'd be dope. Um, but, yeah, if you guys know any black businesses in Cincinnati, Kentucky, anywhere in the tri-state, or anywhere in the country, yeah, really. Anywhere in the country, man. um But we're really looking for, you know, small businesses. We just want to get names out there that not everybody's aware of. Yeah. So, Sorry Bobby. No, 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 you
1: good. No, nah, cuz I, w- I was going to say that anyway. You just beat me to it. That's been, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, cuz we really need to put a light on black businesses, man. We don't get enough um exposure. But uh, I have um two businesses um which touched on what uh, I was speaking on. Well, what we were speaking on earlier today. Um, we were talking about um earlier how you can get um how you should get help like mental health um, so I just came from therapy and I'm going to shout out my therapist, Dr. John H. Thomas. And, um, <clears throat> he is located at 1420 East McMillan, Suite 1, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45206. Um, his telephone number is 513 961 And, um, if you got any, like, Traumas in your life, or anything like that, or just want to change in your um, like way of thinking or whatever, go like it, it's okay to get some help, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. Or if you just want to go
0: talk to somebody,
1: yeah, pretty much, because sometimes you just need to. Um, and also another thing that uh, we touched on today, where Brandon was talking about, uh, if you want to see your kids or whatever, like, and you don't know, like a lot of people don't know that you can do something about that. And to that effect, um, I'll just um, plug Dr. John Thomas. Uh, his wife is actually one of the best um, family law lawyers in the city. And her name is Leslie Thomas. And um, she is located in the, in the same place as John. But I'll, I'll repeat it again anyway. 14, 1420 East McMillan. I believe she is sweet too. Cincinnati, Ohio 45206. And her number is 513-221-0007. And if you, if you need some help with some family law or something like that, child support, things of that nature, well, I don't, I don't know too much about the child support side of it, but if you want to file for visitation, things of that nature, like, hit her up. She's one of the best in the city. All
0: right. Shout out to the Thomases. Right. Um, so for mine, uh, I'm actually going to go with... Uh, one of my good friends I actually met through my wife's job, which is kinda weird. Um, it was kinda one of those, uh, Hey, I'm cool with the wife, you'd probably be cool with the husband type of things. Mm. Uh, and it actually just kinda worked out. <laughs> like that's my <laughs> homie now. Nice. Um, so, uh, it's my boy Mo Allen. Uh shout out Mo was popping. Um, he actually has um a workout session that he does um, so if you want to follow him on Instagram at extreme hip-hop with mojo uh, no E it's just X so it's still spelled like extreme just without the E at the beginning so extreme hip-hop with mojo um, he's dope uh, I, I really like his I really like his vibe. He plays, you know, good music for you to step to. He's he, he's making moves, man. Um, I know right now he has openings, what, this Wednesday, actually. He has um, Wednesday, Thursday this week and Saturday, I'm sorry, and then he has Sunday next week. So, you know, if you want to go follow him, Extreme Hip Hop with Mojo, uh... Keep an eye out for him. He's making moves. He's getting certified. He's already certified. But I know he and his wife have um pretty much have been working on this together. And um uh, you know, shout him out, make sure y'all get into him. And uh speaking of his wife, um, Mrs. Shauna Allen. Uh it's my homegirl, of course. Cause, you know, you can't be cool with the husband and not the wife right um she does a mixture of beauty cosmetic and personal care uh so she provides coaching services uh helps you identify plan and obtain your weight loss life and wellness goals you can follow her on instagram at b underscore intentional underscore wellness um and again, you know, I've been following her for a while, obviously, because we're personal friends. Um, but I've seen her work. Um, and it's legit. <laughs> I, I, it's legit. I've actually seen um, between the both of them, their both of their businesses really work hand in hand with each other. Because mm. she'll plan out your food <laughs> week and then he'll work you out all week. Nice. So they have like the monopoly on get your ass in shape. i so the um, them. shout out to the Allens. My fat ass. Uh, appreciate y'all, what y'all doing out there. I know y'all getting a lot of people in shape. So y'all keep doing y'all thing.
2: All right. Listen, I want to highlight a old colleague of mine. Her name is Vaughn, but professionally she does go by Coach V. That's V-E-E-N-P. Um, she is the creator of the Mental Health is Sexy brand. Um, she does have a, uh, a heavy emphasis on uh, self-help and uh, healing and just overall mental health and the benefits of it. Um, holler at her at uh, V. V E E M P dot com. Uh check out what she has to offer. Um I do have her book. Um you know, since we're highlighting that right now, and it is important. Very, very important, guys. But uh hit her up, Coach V M P on Instagram and uh as well as her website. And uh also me
0: What's our IG?
2: Coach V, that's uh, coach V E E mp all one word on instagram and uh same as facebook as well um really really uh great individual uh positive energy um grabber book as well and uh guys need a little help with that hairline (laughs) holler at me i do offer scalp micropigmentation non-invasive solution for hair loss um Hit me up on Instagram or uh, give me a call, 513-437-1050. All
0: right. Uh, I guess that's, uh... oh, shit. We got to uh, very quickly do it, music, because we're approaching two hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is real quick. We're not playing music this week. Um, we're just going to shout out a couple of songs that we've been listening to this week. Um. So for me... Um, I did not get explicit content or uh, approval from this man uh, because I messed up and I didn't reach out to him. Um, but uh, he's also signed to my brother's record label, STG Records. Um, shout out STG Records. Shout out Drug Life Music. Um, but uh, his song, High Hater, is uh, one of the songs I've been listening to real heavy. His name is Eddie Bowles. E-D-D-I-E-B-O-W-S. So check him out. Uh, His selection on uh, streaming services are limited right now. But I know he has a lot of stuff on YouTube. So if nothing else, you guys can check him out on YouTube. I really like him. Uh, He's got a very unique voice. So, anybody that knows anything about hip-hop, rap, you know how different a song will sound with a unique voice. Mm -hmm. So, shout out to Eddie Bows, um, of course. Uh, And then, my second one is actually Sue Surf. Um, Anybody that follows battle rap, he's a battle rapper. Probably top five all time. Uh, but he dropped the album Middle of Last Year during the quarantine. Um really my favorite song off there is called Quarantine Tales. It's a very it, it's a pretty long song. <laughs> uh, especially considering, you know, we do 2-3 minute songs now. Yeah. It's a pretty long song, but uh Quarantine Tales by Sue Surf, you can find him on all DSPs as well.
2: Yo. My pick is Conway the Machine and uh, if, if you ain't down with Griselda
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Listen, uh
2: it's a big chunk of what I've been listening to lately. Griselda, drum work, Benny, BSF. Can y'all
1: tell we Griselda fans? BSF. <laughs>
2: they Listen. Just put out a record the other day. Blood Roses. Featuring Jay Skis. Sure. Jay Skis is dope. You yeah, need to check that out. Conway is dope. Hard beat. We hard ass lyrics. Conway is crazy. You need to check that out. Did you hear Conway that song? the Machine? Uh, did you Blood listen that, Rose.
0: Um, you listening to that Juicy J album? You know Conway on there.
2: Yeah, yeah. On on a beat that I didn't think that. Yeah, I didn't think Conway would... could hit
0: that. He killed that one. My bad. You got another one or that's it? That, that's it. That's how I've been like. Check okay. that
2: out. Conway the Machine. Blood roast. alright
0: oh. you All right, y'all. So before we clear out, um, we going to do... Oh, shit. Did Bobby... <laughs> you ain't do no. yours. Did you Bobby? Damn. No. Yeah, oh, He was bad. just going to skip Bobby Fuck me, like, like, Bobby. Fuck Bobby. My Nah, you good. Bobby yeah. still got his.
1: Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Nah, you good. Um... You know, with um uh, with with DMX passing or whatever, I um I had went back to um one of one of my favorite songs on um on It's Dark and Hell is Hot, um ATF. <laughs> that was one of my favorite songs. But I also went back to one of his favorite verses on um it was on L O Cool J's album That Phenomenon, that four three two Run. Um I, I know I'm cheating here, but okay, um we had to get DMX, um. of course. But um, since ain't no new music been coming out lately, I've been um li- I've been going back to some old music, and one song that I've had on repeat is Afeni by Rhapsody.
0: Rhapsody, Rhapsody is dope. Rhapsody right. is dope, and she don't Rhapsody get nowhere,
1: no, nowhere near enough yeah. credit because she ain't out here twerking and all that. No yeah. disrespect to the ones who are, but I think that. Rhapsody should be... She should be... Because um, Rhapsody highlight. is a lyricist. Yeah. She, like
0: Meg and Cardi and them, they turn up music. Yeah. Rhapsody, you could listen to her and chill out. Like, you could bump her in the car. Yeah. Like, the, the big popular ones, they turn up music. Like, it's dance music. For real, it's dance rap music. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a new genre. Man.
1: But that that's what I've been on this week. So um, DMX and Rhapsody.
0: That's it for me. All right, so we'll try this closing thing again. I messed up last time and I almost forgot, Bobby. Um, I'm forgettable. Oh no, you're never forgettable. <laughs> so um, again, we'll shout out. Uh, you know our socials. If y'all want to follow us, um, if not, that's fine. Make sure y'all you know subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud. Send us a comment, a like, uh, give us some feedback, criticisms. We'll take it all. Um, As we said before, we just learning. So, uh, hit us up on SoundCloud at Normal Convos Pod. As I said earlier, if you guys have any questions you want us to ask on air or anything y'all want to know about us or shout out a Black Business or a Black History Fact or just a Black Fact, uh, Conspiracy Theories, whatever, hit us on Gmail at Normal Convos Pod. You can get me at igreenxag. It's actually igreen underscore x underscore ag i know i gotta be specific about that um on ig and then my um the podcast you know my podcast uh ig is normal convos underscore pod for the whole pod and then um if you want to catch me on facebook it's normal convos brew um and then my twitter is, um, I believe is actually the pod's Twitter, which is normal convos pod, just at normal convos pod. Um, you can reach us there as well. And, um, my Twitter don't really have nothing because I never really got into Twitter, so the only thing that's gonna be on there really are you know updates and stuff like that. When we start getting video, we'll start posting that on YouTube, just because or, I'm sorry, we'll post it on YouTube as well, but we'll post it on Twitter because. I know the links work better on there, um, but yeah, uh, I'll send you over to Bobby. Oh, okay. Um,
1: if y'all want to reach me um, on Facebook, um, my name is Normal Convo's Bobby, and it is the same on Twitter. Um, I'm also, I'm a gamer too, so I'm gonna shout out my um, gamer tags again. Uh, if you want to hit me up on Xbox. Um, My um, gamer tag is BobbyDrake327, and on PlayStation, it's the same thing. It's just Bobby underscore Drake underscore 327. That's it for me. Shout out our green. Texas, what up? You guys are
2: super social media stars. uh. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, guy underscore Everett. And uh, Facebook just at me on the you know on the pod
1: page.
0: All hey, right, that's it for us. Y'all got two hours out of us. We definitely did not plan on going that long.
1: Man, thanks for listening this long. If you listen this long, we really yeah, fuck with you.
0: Thank y'all. Thank that's y'all. I know. I know. Just like I said last week, I know a few of y'all listen this far, but I know some of y'all won't.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's okay.
0: Uh, it's okay. But hopefully, y'all enjoyed the conversation today. Again. Remember every conversation that normal is not a normal conversation. We'll check y'all next week. Until then, have a good week. Peace, peace.